This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Visit joy.org.au to find out more about our Joycasts. You're on Afternoon Joy with Stephanie and I've got another lovely special guest in the studio today, Regan, who made her start in the industry at just 17 years old. She was on Australian Idol. Soon after the show, she got signed to a US label to a band called Scarlet Bell with Tamara Jaber and Hayley Aiken. She came back to Australia and was with Tamara Jaber as a duo. And then after that, she began her solo career. She was on X Factor last year coming fourth as a finalist. She was a very, very popular one on the show last year and her previous single last year is on our daytime playlist, all of the pieces, and she's here with her new single, Feels Like Heaven. Welcome to the studio, Regan. Hello. Hello. Lovely to have you here again. Oh, it's such a pleasure. It's no, awesome. It's the second time. It is. Yeah, I came back here with Scarlet Bell back in the day, 2010 probably. Wow. Mm. And ever since then, it's it's completely changed for you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this place has changed a little bit too. Yeah. It's really cool. You guys have gotten heaps bigger and it's awesome. You were really supportive back then. And, and I guess I've kind of um come and gone from all different things and in a musical sense. And yeah. here I am again. Absolutely. That's exactly what I wanted to talk about because you've changed your musical status has changed from one to completely the other what made you want to change I know you had Scarlet Bell and now you've got your style now is this what you originally intended to do oh yeah well I guess I could say that um a a few of the songs that I was doing in Scarlet Bell actually had the vibe that I have now Mm -hmm. but they never got released and all the songs that I thought were going to be released in Scarlet Bell actually ended up being the ones that are underneath the covers that no one's ever heard before. So it's not it's not a huge change of personality or whatever. It's a solo thing for me so I can really make all the executive decisions when yeah. it comes to what, what sounds I want and what I want released. Do you feel like you've developed over that, from that time to now, you've completely developed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I find my songwriting is a lot easier mm-hmm. um, to do. But also I think the most that I've developed is my live performance because after Scarlet Bell, I became became a, a like a pub singer for for years and years yeah. and I just I loved I loved singing and I loved like learning how to deal with all different crowds mm-hmm. and because sometimes you're singing to like three people's backs and that's it and then sometimes you're singing to like 300 people that just absolutely adore you and are giving you all their attention so I think that was that's where I've I've progressed the most so performing in pubs and having those audience reactions is that what motivated you to get back onto X Factor and be in front of a big crowd and and putting yourself out there what was it it wasn't really in my mind to do another reality television series because I felt like I'd already done so much before you know going from Australian Idol when I was 17 to then a Scarlet Bell and then doing X Factor on Scarlet Bell as a guest Mm -hmm. I always felt like Australia wouldn't accept me as as a person coming back in onto their TVs you know Mm -hmm. but it it took some encouragement from other people because people were suggesting um, and and requesting that I did the show Mm -hmm. so with a little bit of encouragement from friends and family I was like okay cool wow I did I just didn't think it would go well but it went 
much better than I thought. How did you get on with the with the judges in particular? Because they had a bit of banter about you and about your style and, you know, coming back and doing something different. How did oh. those comments make you feel? Did it Well, getting on with judges, you, you don't really get too much personal time with judges. They have their own space and the contestants have their own space. I really loved Foo. Foo gave me so much time. Yeah, he yeah. Would, he would send me voice memos that were like sometimes 10, 15 minutes long of just like, you know what? I've been thinking about your song and I know <laughs> what you should do. You know, you got to imagine that you're doing yoga on a cliff and I think that you'll, you'll get it, you know, and I, I'd be listening to these things like, what are you even talking about? But he was the best. He gave me so much, so much care. And bumping into the judges um, in the hallways, sometimes you get to have a little chat or whatever and me and Nat Bass... Um, would have a bit of banter here and there. Yeah. Um, Ronan was always very kind, and yeah, they're they're lovely. They're they're all pretty lo- nice. You know, now that you've, you're off it and you're back doing your own thing, I mean, how has it changed now for you? Now you've got a new single, and you you're busy and you're doing a lot of stuff again. How has it changed your life now? Um. Well, I guess promo is the busiest. I I love doing um, promo. You know, the new single feels like heaven. Yeah. It's it's just um it's really crazy for me because now it's finally like giving someone like the child that I've been growing, like yeah, these songs yeah, that I've yeah. been writing for such a long time. I'm I'm just so excited to show people what I sound like when I when I'm actually expressing myself and doing the sounds that I think are cool. So this is a it's a super pop song, but I guess the last couple of months for me have have still been busy even though I haven't been doing promo because writing takes up a lot of time and yeah, a lot of energy. Yeah. Um and it's so much fun, you know, it's basically sitting in a room and talking about feelings and you know getting all that out of the way, but it's also traveling because you you can't just work with producers in one place. You have yeah. to go to where they are. So I've been to Sweden and London and mm-hmm. basically I'm in a new state every you know, every weekend for wow. gigs or for writing. So it's it's really fun. Wow. Mm. Absolutely amazing. And do you, do you find that going to different places gives you different perspectives? Always, as well? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's um, I guess I, I always get my inspiration from people and, and relationships and, and whatever it is that's like specifically around me. Mm-hmm. So Sweden and Stockholm had a real definite vibe of – personality mm-hmm. and that really that really shows in the music that you write I think so we're gonna listen to your track now feels like heaven Are you excited absolutely all right let's play it feels like heaven everyone Cause it feels like Hanging out with Steph on Joy 94.9. It's good to be diverse as well and to have all of those experiences into one. I mean, you've changed from, you know, your childhood and all the way to a band and then yourself. And how, how do you feel? Like looking back on it all and now you're here, is this, if you were a child, would you have said this is where I wanted to be all oh, along? Definitely yeah. not. I, I did not know as a child that what I have been doing the last 10 years is actually possible as a career. Right. I didn't know that you could be a cover singer and, and you know, make enough money to pay rent and get by mm-hmm. ha- happily. I didn't know you could be signed to a record label and get by. You know what? I didn't know any of these things. I, so I never thought that I would be those things. I thought I'd, I'd be singing in choirs forever because I loved choir when I was a, a kid. Right. I always find it strange when I'm in a situation where I'm like, 
wow, it's another year that's gone by and I've just somehow gotten by just doing music, just music, just singing. Yeah. It's just what I do. It's amazing. You it's probably weird. wake up, it's like, oh, gosh, it's a dream. And- well, I mean, not every it's not every morning I'm like, yes, mornings. <laughs> some, but some mornings, yeah. I, I, to- I had a moment yesterday, actually. I was doing a in-store in Perth and um, there, there's some in-stores I've done recently and they haven't had too many people come. So when I went into this in-store in Perth, there was a lot of people and they had all come out on this beautiful sunny day to come and listen to me sing my new single and... I had a moment just I was getting escorted by the security through the shopping centre back to um, my little room and I had a moment where I was just so grateful that people wanted to see me and and see mm. and, and come from wherever they were from to spend some time with me. And I, and I had one of those little, um, you know, you have like a happy cry. Like a fuzzy feeling. Yeah, like yeah, a, lovely. yeah, it was a, I, no one, no one saw me. Like I, I had it in a moment just like by myself, but I just thought this is, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's if it's for like three people mm-hmm. or if it's for like six hundred people. It's still such an honor to to be able to sing my music, to have people care about it, and and want to to know what's going on and and what I sound like. And if there was some tips, I know you you're so grateful about music, and there's a lot of people trying to make it out there, a lot of musicians. And what tips would you would you give them to to have hope and you just got to take every opportunity that you've been given. Okay. Um, and some opportunities don't seem like opportunities, but they are. Like for me, you know, I started off busking on the street and some lady stopped and was like, do you want to sing at my wedding? And that was opportunity number one to do a cover gig that was right. going to pay me some money, you know. Mm. that's And that was the beginning of, you know, getting paid for singing. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, sometimes I do gigs and they, they'll only pay me like 150 bucks or something. And, I yeah. you know, you think, oh, how am I going to – make rent if if I've got if I'm only getting paid this much and it's it's just basically doing as much as you can working with everyone I, I'll work with any producer if they if they come up to me and say you know I'm a producer I do this kind of music I'll absolutely listen to what they do it's, there's no point rejecting anyone because mm. everything that's presented to you in your life is an opportunity and there's such a huge possibility to to have a career in music in any kind of music as as long as you're open to to what the world is actually giving you and that's what you're saying about like the economic status and everything like that. And would you say that a person, let's just say that they're working nine to five and what they really dream of is doing music. Would you just say quit and just take every other opportunity? Like what would you say to them? I have said that to people before. Yeah. I have told them to quit their jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, it's different because I can't I, I can't speak on behalf of doing original music and getting paid enough, yeah. um, which is unfortunate in a place like Australia. But I can say on behalf of singing and entertaining, um, you can quit your job and, and make a living out of it. But you, it needs to be compromised. If, for instance, doing original music for me, it's an investment. I pay, I pay to do original music. Mm-hmm. I don't get paid to do original yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, and um, and that's where the compromise is made. And you, I could choose between doing a nine to five job to pay for that, or I could choose between doing cover work to pay for that. Yeah, and I choose just music, music, music. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. And and you look happy. And it's your birthday. <laughs> Coming up? Yeah, it's my birthday. Is it this weekend? Yes, this weekend. Yeah. What are you doing? I am having an epic picnic and I've um, started this Facebook group and I keep on putting up these photos of ridiculous picnics because I really want to have the most amazing picnic. Is it like (laughs) high tea or like Alice in Wonderland style Um, or what? Oh, well, there have been a few (laughs) Alice in Wonderland pictures, but I think um, it's just going to be probably bohemian. Yeah. 
As lots of material and things yeah. on the floor and umbrellas and oh, I'm excited. Oh, lovely. And <laughs> your single rain. is out as yes. well. Feels like heaven. Amazing. Feels like Kevin. Not quite Kevin. Heaven. heaven. <laughs> Sounds like every time I sing it now, I, I feel like I'm saying Kevin. Kevin. Feels like Kevin. <laughs> it's so annoying. Like when I sing it live, I'm like, stop thinking Kevin <laughs> because you're gonna psych yourself out. But yeah, it feels like heaven. It's it's um it's a really pop song. Yeah. It's um it's got acoustic elements. Uh, the beginning I always think sounds like Ed Sheeran, and it moves into a kind of Katy Perry vibe. It's it's weird to mix those two artists, but you you'll get what I'm talking about when you hear it. Awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Good luck with everything. It's such a pleasure talking to you. You too. And Great to have you here. Thank you. Thanks very much for having me. Regan Dairy, everyone. Hi, this is Regan. You're listening to Australia's LGBTI radio station, Joy 94.9. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.